David Bear joins us uh, back on What's Next. Great to have you back with us. Uh, David is the CEO of Liquid Cloud and Cybersecurity and a very interesting portfolio you've got, David, both uh, pos positive and negative. And when I look at the positive, I look at the incredible growth that's happening in the Liquid Cloud. But cybersecurity is such an important, uh, uh, you know, business decision. And, you know, when I say that as a negative, I mean, it's it's a curse to, to all of us today because when you look at, uh, you know, all the big insurance companies and just globally yeah. the biggest risk to business today is cyber. And, you know, the last two years we've seen this exponential growth of attacks on organizations. So great to see you, firstly. David, how have you been? Thank you. I've been uh, tremendous, uh, Aki. It's great to be back on your show and thank you very much for having me. And I'm very excited about our topic uh, that oh, we'll listen, be discussing today. I'm looking forward to chatting to you. I really enjoyed our last chat. Now, you launched Liquid Cybersecurity back in 2020 in response to the rising cyber attack frequencies the market has faced. And uh, the past two years, and I'd love to hear your opinion on this because it's something that I follow as well, but we've just seen this exponential growth just going like this with cybersecurity incidents. Is that what you're seeing as well, David? Yeah, no, absolutely. And in the last few years with the COVID, uh, COVID pandemic, um, Satya Nadella actually has a quote that he said where COVID has actually brought the future forward. So the great acceleration of cloud uh, has meant a lot of business being able to work very efficiently remotely. And I think they've changed a lot of how they're working today because of that requirement that we all got forced into uh, being able to do remote work at the same levels of efficiency or even greater in these in many cases. But it's brought a new acceleration and threat of cybersecurity. So the last couple of years has been uh, a fantastic journey for us and I think a good journey for our customers as well. We've managed to grow our team. I think we only had a handful when we last spoke. Uh, we've grown our team now to over 25 dedicated, focused cybersecurity uh, analysts, specialists. Uh, we can do full advisory services for our customers. We do penetration testing. We are really working with some of the uh, large organizations across Africa to make them more secure with our team that we had. Um, and in the last two years, we've also managed to grow our partnerships, deepen them with custom, uh, partners like Microsoft, uh, and also forge new ones with uh, partners like ITC Secure, which we'll talk about a bit more, I think, when we uh, discuss the uh, cybersecurity fusion center. So, so David, it's interesting you say that, and, and certainly since 2020, it, it is certainly getting quite bad uh, in terms of the increases. Are you, are you picking that up as well in terms of how bad is it, how, how bad the frequencies are, particularly the last two years since COVID? How, how bad would you say no. it is if you had to use an analogy or something? Um, look, I think it's clearly accelerated. It's grown exponentially. Uh, there are millions of attacks every day that are happening from all around the world. Um, and people are getting into networks and into customer environments, uh, regardless of where they are. And I think what's happened is because of this quick, you know, rapid move to digitalization, very often that technology, that cloud technology has actually come in quicker mm. than you're able to resolve some of the cybersecurity issues. And very often people think about just making the cloud work rather than making sure it is secure from the, from the very get go. And I think it's very important when you're deploying your cloud services to think about cybersecurity from the beginning and not just of your own IT systems, but also of your people. Because like we saw uh, in the past as well, your weakest link is actually your staff. Yes. Um, and we need to make sure we do a lot of training, a lot of education, so that people understand that when those threats come in, very typically on email, you get a link, uh, you click on that link, and that leads you down to what can look like a very a genuine form where it's asking for your personal details or for your password. A lot of people can fall for that. 
And so a lot of our effort is not just about upgrading the physical IT systems, your computers, your routers, mm. but actually training your staff because you can turn your staff into a very formidable firewall uh, to help protect your business if they understand what is safe and what is not. Yeah, but certainly the rates on. are accelerating and will continue to do so. Yeah, you're absolutely spot on. I think that you're 100% right is that the people are the weakest link in, in every organization. Now, let's talk about liquid cyber cybersecurity, where you've just launched your first cybersecurity fusion center in Johannesburg. Now, this sounds very exciting. Could you explain what exactly this is and uh, what the center will provide to African businesses and governments? Absolutely. And I think uh, I wanted to explain a little bit about fusion, what we mean by fusion. So what we set up here really is a 24-7, 365 world-class uh, security operations center uh, that allows people to us to detect and mitigate threats that come in uh, to our customers. Right. Now, we are calling it a fusion center because we're fusing together several ideas and concepts. First of all, we are fusing together what we've been doing for many years, which is the network operation center and cloud operation center. So uh, as you know, we launched our liquid cloud services approximately five years ago now. We built up a 24-7 cloud operation center uh, that is operating in a number of countries today. And we fuse that together with our security operation center so that we combine those two together, because very often you're deploying your security services in the cloud, and you are, of course, having to secure what is in the cloud today as well. And Liquid Networks, which is really where we cut our teeth in the early days of, of being one of Africa's largest and continue to be largest uh, network providers, we also have the Network Operations Center. And by fusing these three things together, we're able to have a much wider view of our customers and threats that are coming to them. So we can see those threats as they're coming down our network. We can see how they're attacking the cloud ecosystem of our customers because we are managing their cloud environment. And then we're applying these new, uh, very often involving uh, artificial intelligence uh, to go through the you know significant number of attacks that are coming in just to try to triage those so we can look at the real important things that we need to manually intervene on and, and take a bit of the noise away through our security operations center. So we're fusing those three things together into this uh, center today. We're also building a matrix of these uh, cybersecurity fusion centers across Africa, because we believe that when we look at our customers, many of them are indeed pan-African, and many of the attacks are coming from all over the world into Africa. And we think if we have this network of matrix fusion centers, we're able to have a much wider view of what's going on on the African continent at any one time. And we can learn what's happening in, say, Lagos or in Nairobi or in Cairo or in Johannesburg, bring all of those things together and start to see patterns that are emerging, which allows us to better prevent these attacks uh, for our customers. We also have some international partners such as ITC Secure, who have been running these centers uh, globally in, the, in the Europe, in the US, Australia for over 20 years, learned a lot of their best practices and also bring a lot of their intelligence uh, data into our ecosystem so we can better protect our customers. 
Wow, that sounds like a, a fascinating center. It's like you were describing the scene of a of a of a sci-fi uh, uh, room, you know, the way you were talking about it. And I guess that's the way you need to look at cybersecurity, right? You need to look at it from every angle, and 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 you know, you've covered every part of what the threat might be, how you analyze it. It's absolutely fascinating. So, what what has motivated Liquid Cybersecurity to launch? this center in Johannesburg specifically? Well, you know, Johannesburg in South Africa is, is the powerhouse of Africa today. Uh, Johannesburg is that commercial center. You know, we have a lot of our customers based there. It is a uh, core destination of the attackers uh, trying to penetrate into systems. There's also a very well-skilled workforce, uh, a young workforce, uh, one that we actually continue to train because one of our biggest challenges we have is finding quality staff yeah. with the experience to deal with these attacks. And there is an enormous talent pool in South Africa. And part of our commitment is also to train the next generation of cybersecurity warriors. And there's a great talent pool to do that in Johannesburg. Um, we have a significant nexus of, of, of customers in, in Joburg as well. And it really makes sense for us to do this initial launch there and start protecting a lot of our Pan-African customers that are based uh, in South Africa. We will then continue to expand out into other key markets, um, but Johannesburg really made a lot of sense given our company's position and, and what is available today in Joburg. You know, David, I'm so glad you mentioned the, the, the skills part of it, because, of course, in this industry, as you know, and you touched on it now, that is the, the, the biggest problem is just, there's just not enough skills. And, and for me, I think also one of the things that I've also picked up is this misconception when you have cybersecurity, you have to have a, a computer science degree and you've got to be highly qualified, which is actually not the case. Yeah, look, we there, globally, there are over 2 million cybersecurity roles that are unfulfilled that are being advertised today. Wow. So there's a global shortage of cybersecurity uh, specialists. Now, you absolutely right. A, a degree is certainly not a prerequisite, but an understanding of logic and being able to understand, you know, computers, how they work, how networks work is very important. Yes. Um, and so we want to take that bright young talent you know, really regardless of their background, regardless of what formal education they've had, and start to expose them to the cybersecurity, to the IT world, and start to train them up. Um, and, and, you know, many of our top uh, analysts end up not having come from the formal uh, yeah. university system, um, but just really have a mind that's like a sponge. And I, you know, when I spend time with a lot of our young team today, it makes me realize just how old I am <laughs> in terms of being able to, to grasp concepts quickly. And they just yes. pick things up so quickly. Uh, and it's really great to see. And so they run with that, you know, far faster than we might find that we might expect. Um, yeah. And there's just so much material online now that people can use to learn and to skill themselves up. Uh, it really is a huge opportunity and, and a global one as well. You can be based, you know, when we're recruiting people in Johannesburg, we're competing with global companies who are recruiting those same people in Johannesburg as well, yeah. um, because really is a global threat and a global market. And, and the world is truly becoming flatter all the time. Uh, in terms of where you are sitting to do your work, because you don't need to physically be in a location because you're not doing physical work. Yes, yes, absolutely. So I want to expand on the matrix that you said you want to expand and you want to have many of these centers, because I'm really fascinated by that, because certainly that's the way to, to go about it, you know, almost having like a, a spider web of these uh, matrix centers. Now, could you explain your, your future plans to expand this matrix? So we're starting in Johannesburg. W what are the plans for the future? Yeah, so over the, over the course of this uh, calendar year, 
we, we expect to roll out another five or six uh, in the key markets, uh, ones where we are already present and ones that we plan to go into uh, as liquid. So initially, our key markets are going to be Zimbabwe, Zambia, Kenya, um, and then also West Africa is a new market that we're opening up for liquid at the moment into Nigeria. Um, and then probably early next year, we will start to look at launching these centers in uh, Cairo uh, and also in Morocco. Okay, now that's fantastic. And, you know, I read a fascinating stat the other day that they say that in the next two to three years, approximately 300 million people are going to come online on this continent for the first time. You know, the penetration sitting at about 50%. When you look at the way liquid's expanding and your, your vision that you have to get like everybody connected and the fiber networks and data centers that are rolling out, uh, that's, mm. that's a, a big number, 300 million in the next few years. And it's, it's an exciting time to be uh, involved in this business and seeing the growth that's happening on the continent. Now, one of the key benefits of these fusion centers is that they allow liquid customers to be proactive rather than be reactive. So why is this important? Well, you know, it's, what do they say? A stitch in time saves nine. Uh, it's prevention is better than cure. And I think that really applies to cybersecurity more than anything. Because once you've been attacked, and, and another very interesting statistic for you is that typically, on average, an attacker will be in your system for over 200 days. Uh, yes. This is a, an IBM survey that's been done. And they sit there for over 200 days, slowly gaining access to more and more systems until they execute their attack. Their attacks can be done within minutes, certainly within days, um, and they could be lurking there all the time. So really preventing them getting in there in the first place is absolutely critical to maintaining a safe environment. Of course, once you've been attacked, very often they would be encrypting your files, asking for ransom uh, in order to decrypt your files. Uh, that's almost a best case scenario because you uh, will be able to recover your files and in theory, they won't be leaking them to the public. Of course, if you don't pay that ransom, they're gonna leak all of that data out to the public and it's a phenomenal stat also on number of businesses that actually go bankrupt within 12 to 18 months of a significant cyber attack, especially small, medium businesses. So it's absolutely essential to spend that money up front, protect yourself uh, before your attackers get in and start demanding, because by the time they're demanding uh, payment to not release information uh, or to decrypt your files, you're actually too late. And, and can you actually trust them after you pay for this? And, you know, our advice is not to pay because, first of all, you're funding the criminal activity and continuing to exploit uh, people around the world. But also, how can you trust these people who've actually done this to you in the first place, that they are going to genuinely restore your files or actually delete your data afterwards? So really, the prevention in this case is a lot cheaper, not only in pure cost uh, that you'd be paying someone like Liquid, but in terms of your own company survival. Yeah. Yeah, no, those are such important, you know, important messages there because, mm. you know, your data is so important these days. And, and you're quite right. You know, the 200-day the cycle that you mentioned, uh, other, some of the, another interesting stat that I heard the other day is that even when you uh, recover your data, so, uh, you know, a lot of people have got backup and backup and backup and backup. Um, a third of companies... No, pardon me, not a third. They're saying that only 64% of companies actually recover their full data. You know, so, so you lose a lot of your data. And also, you don't know 
which of your data is still infected when you've done the recovery, right? Because these guys have been around in there for those 200 days. So it's frightening. And if you can prevent this from happening in the first place using, you know, liquid security, um, you, then you, you, you're on a winning path. Now, you've also... Yeah, and actually, just, let me yeah. add to that, actually, it's quite interesting, is that when we think about how we are securing our customers, we're actually not just thinking about our customers. We're thinking about our customers' customers. Yes. So we might be protecting an e-commerce site, for example, and all of the consumers that are logging onto that portal to buy things, they would, for example, be now protected by the by the fact that we're looking after the cybersecurity of that e-commerce site. So they are more confident to put in their credentials because ultimately it's the customer's customers that are also significantly affected uh, when, when attacks happen. So not we, we try to think beyond our direct customer and think about how it might affect their end customers as well. Yeah, yeah. That's fascinating. Now, the, the other interesting thing, thing that I was reading about is that you've also partnered with Excitium to offer solutions designed, and, and you specifically touched on small and medium-sized businesses, which is mm. fantastic. Now, these small and medium-sized businesses that require security operations center services, but they can't commit to hiring all the skills. You know, it's expensive, and, you know, small companies can't do this. So how do you see this changing the game for these small and medium businesses? Okay, well, before I answer that question, let me just make the point that we are also wanting to outsource for large companies as well, because regardless of the size of you, you as a company are better off going to a managed security service provider like Liquid Cybersecurity to take care of all your cybersecurity needs so that you can focus on your business. You know, as I said to you earlier, there's such a skill shortage in this market. You you as a, as, a, as a customer or as a company would not necessarily be skilled or want to maintain and, and retain those skills internally. So we strongly recommend and, and can show a significant amount of value of outsourcing that cybersecurity center, regardless of the size of the business that you, that you are in. Yeah. What Excitium does, which is a rename of the company previously called Komodo, is that they offer a unified all-in-one solution for small businesses because we find small businesses are very cost-constrained. And they don't want to have multiple solutions and heavy layering of different solutions into their environment. Uh, so very, very cost effective, all in one, a little application sits on your device, uh, be it your computer, be it your phone, um, and can really make sure that it is preventing those attacks from happening on that device in the first place. It comes with great uh, backup, of course, and in terms of the security operations. It still comes to the same security operations center that we would have for our larger businesses. But just the way that it's unified, the way that it deals with the threats allows it to be extremely cost-effective for the smaller business across Africa. Um, and, and the other interesting thing too that people don't often think about is that your cybersecurity supply chain is absolutely critical. Because mm. more often than not, you will find one of your suppliers of a large enterprise are breached or hacked. And by that mechanism, they can now start to breach into the larger enterprises. Oh. So it's very important for a large enterprise to think about not only their own cyber protection, but are their vendors and suppliers equally protected? Uh, and we at Liquid have experienced uh, of the attacks that we've that we've stopped on ourselves have very often come through some of our suppliers who themselves are not completely uh, up to speed with the with the level of protections that they should have. So something like Exitium really helps us bring that up all the way through the supply chain, making everyone safer everywhere. Okay, now that's uh, that's very, very interesting. Well, listen, you've given us lots to think about, and I'm, I'm glad that you're covering every scope of business, right? Because, you know, small, medium-sized businesses, 
they're the powerhouse of the economy and you've got to look after them to enable the entire economy to grow. And of course, if they have a vulnerability, it's going to impact the big businesses as well. So we all have to have a standardization when it comes to security. How can businesses get in contact with you about leveraging your cybersecurity fusion center and what we've been talking about today? Great, thanks for that. And I think the easiest way is just an email address. Please email us at fusion at liquidcloud.africa and we will be happy to get back to you and see how we can help you improve your security stance. That's fusion at liquidcloud.africa. Correct. Okay, fantastic. David Bear, it's so good to see you again and so good to chat again. Thank CEO you. of Liquid Cloud and Cybersecurity. And uh, just talking about such an important topic. Thank you for joining us on What's Next and uh, thank you for sharing those insights. Thanks, Aki. I really appreciate it. Enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.